You are listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast with Karen Butler, Content Marketing Manager. Brought to you by Supply Side West, September 25th through the 29th. Welcome to a Supply Side West edition of the Healthy Insider podcast. I'm Karen Butler, Content Marketing Manager. Joining me is David Foreman, a registered pharmacist, author, and media personality known as the Herbal Pharmacist. He'll be speaking at Supply Side West as part of the Tackling Weight Management with Nutrition Workshop on Tuesday, September 26th. The workshop is underwritten by NNB. David, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Karen, for having me and for uh, supporting uh, this topic of uh, weight management and nutrition. So I, I should be thanking you. Oh, absolutely. Well, you're a registered pharmacist now known as the herbal pharmacist. How did that transition come about? Well, my original background in health uh, was in pharmacy. I'm a graduate of the University of South Carolina College of Pharmacy. Uh, two years after graduating, uh, I in 1989, I actually opened a traditional apothecary-style pharmacy. So that's where the pharmacist part of this all comes from. And then at some point, uh, when I owned the pharmacy, I started getting interested in uh, herbs and vitamins, and but primarily just herbs. And as my knowledge increased, I started teaching little free lectures after hours in my pharmacy, uh, which led me to teaching uh, a course at a community college on, on herbs. And the herbal pharmacist came about because I, I was a guest on a radio program in Virginia where I was living at the time. And uh, my second time as a guest, the, the host said, you know, well, you know, you're a pharmacist, but you do this natural thing. What do we call you? And I blurted out herbal pharmacist. And uh, I always say I'm the only one because I, on my way home that day, I realized that was a pretty cool, catchy name. And I trademarked herbal pharmacist. <laughs> nice. Good work. True story. True story. Well, weight management is one of the many categories that has benefited from both a medicinal and herbal intervention approach. With all the fad diets, the weight loss centers, and and the other methods we see out there, why do you think we continue to see this increase in overweight people? Uh, I think a lot of it um, does boil down to just lifestyle decisions that we're making. You know, we we tend we tend to live a more sedentary lifestyle. Uh, sometimes by choice, uh, you know, uh, there's a lot less, you know, manual labor required these days. Um, uh, our food choices, uh, food is actually more abundant now, I think, than at any point in our lives. And a lot of the food choices that we're making are not sound ones. We live busy lives, so we eat processed foods that take little to no time to cook. Um, we can stop by fast food locations that don't necessarily um, – you know, have the healthy options that we need. So I, I think a majority of it's lifestyle. And then I think there are a lot of other um, uh, overlooked uh, situations that come about that, that trigger our weight. But I, I think in general, it's just we're not living a healthy lifestyle. And um, unhealthy food tastes great. And not many people really like, like to exercise. So I think that's really – that's the, the – probably the the majority of this topic relates to that, but I also feel like there's a lot of underlying other reasons too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, bottom line. Um, I saw in an article you wrote for us, the World Health Organization, or the WHO, said overweight and obesity are linked to more deaths worldwide now than underweight. 
yeah, that one I think just staggers the heck out of people when they when they hear that, you know, and, and that their uh, obesity is killing uh, three times as many people as malnutrition. And I think forever we always just think of the, like, you know, these cultures around the world that, you know, they're they just they're starving to death and. Right. <laughs> Regretfully, we're actually eating ourselves to death. I think um, based on and that and again and that was from the Lancet, which is another respected publication. So um, yeah, it's kind of sad. So, is there a particular demographic that tends to have more issues with overweight and obesity that you're seeing? Uh, yes, there, and this this actually goes not just across the board here in the United States, but in in all of the developed uh, countries around the world. Um, CDC actually has uh, some great information on this, and uh, Hispanics and Blacks are actually uh, seem to have the largest, and there is no pun intended with this topic when I say largest, um, uh, numbers of people uh, with obesity. And then if you break it down even further, um, women tend to have a, an issue more than others. So uh, demographically, definitely uh, Blacks and Hispanics uh, lead the way when it comes to being overweight and or obese. Um, and but I do have to say that really, if you just if you if you look at everything all together, you know, other races and ethnic backgrounds, men aren't we aren't all that far behind. I think it's it really is kind of a unilateral uh, problem uh, globally. Yeah, you talk about staggering stats. I saw that out of CDC um, in America. More than 68% of adults are considered overweight and more than 36% uh, are obese. Yeah, and, you know, here's another thing I think that often gets overlooked, um, you know, even uh, outside the demographic thing is is the actual, like, the annual medical costs that go with this. Um you know, especially nowadays, at least here in the United States, when we're we're talking about healthcare and the, and the rising cost of healthcare, and I don't want to get into the politics of it. That's not my position here. But when we look at it, uh, the CDC had broken it down and figured that the annual medical costs for a person who is obese were over fourteen hundred dollars higher than those people of normal weight. And you know, and there's a lot of reasons, you know why that why that is but i mean to me you know if we're looking at healthcare costs one of the ways to shrink the budget uh is to shrink our size not in population numbers but in, in on the scale right so you you mentioned the abundance of food are there other factors contributing to this battle of the bulge that we haven't covered yet um yeah i think there i mean definitely uh, you know our, our sedentary lifestyle um is is you know key um our our addiction to processed foods, um, uh, eating non-organic. Uh, you know, there's a link now between hormones that we we can identify and and weight issues. And of course, there's hormones being used in in animals. Um, you know, stress levels are at their highest. I think of any time that. <laughs> you know, that we have probably documented. So it, there, there are a lot of different factors that contribute to the battle of the bulge. But again, you know, I do have to say, I'd say a good portion of them would be relating back to what we, you know, what we put into our mouth and then how much activity we get. But I can tell you it's not all about calories consumed versus calories burned. It is definitely not all just about that. I think we could do a whole podcast on that one, right? <laughs> you know, we could spend a day on that one. 
so um, even though it sounds like it's it's personal choice, it's um, diet and exercise, you know, things that we actually have control over, is there a place for natural products then to come in and, and aid in this category? Yeah, I think this the answer is yes. So that's the short and sweet answer, and, or, or definitely with exclamation marks behind it. Um, <laughs> the but I but I think that uh, I think that oftentimes when when we look at, at at the topic of of weight loss and the dietary supplement industry, we focus on what people want as opposed to what people need. So what people want is you know they they want to lose that. 30 pounds in 30 days. I, I, I recently, I didn't go, but I had a, a 30, I think it was 35th high school reunion. And, and uh, I was talking to a few of my friends um, through social media about the topic. And of course, you know, a great majority of them now, like I didn't recognize, I saw the pictures after the fact, I didn't recognize anybody because pretty much everybody was overweight in the picture. I mean, it was, it was astounding to me. Um, but I think that, um, we, man, I completely lost where I was going with that. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Uh, but it, no, as for, as, but as for natural products, you know, I think that too often we we don't think of uh, of really ever addressing or or, or, or giving people what the what they need to actually maintain a weight or or to help them lose weight and keep the weight off. We always focus on that quick, you know, that fast uh, fast solution to the problem. And, you know, if you lose 30 pounds in 30 days, you didn't really learn any new, new habits. We're not really helping people. We're not giving them what they need. We're giving them what they want. And I, I think to truly address this, we as an industry of natural health, not just dietary supplements, but, me, but we as natural health, whether it's a food or a supplement, we really need to uh, uh, really start telling people what they, what they need to hear. And, it's, and it oftentimes it's not what they want to hear. But if we're really going to have an impact on people's health and, and have an impact on people's lives, then I feel like, you know, it's time for us to really start looking at and addressing the real root problems as to why, whether it's weight loss or it's heart disease or it's cancer or diabetes or, you know, pick any of the, the big conditions, we really need to, you know, explain to people why and address the root causes. Because until we really do that, people are going to keep, especially in the weight loss industry, they're going to keep rebounding back. You know, they'll lose 15 and gain, you know, 20 back, or they'll lose 10 and gain 15 back. Or you lost your 30 pounds in 30 days, and 60 days later you're back up to what you were. And and I, But there is definitely a place for that. But I think we, we as an industry of natural health uh, need to, to really help people um, in addressing the why. And, you know, I've always taught people, and I know I'm getting long-winded with this, but I, we've always taught people how to address the superficial situations as opposed to really addressing the the, the root causes. Um, if you have high blood pressure, why do you have it? Are you stressed out? Are you overweight? Do you eat, you know, consume foods too high in sodium? I mean, we never, we never really look at that. And, and weight is such a Everybody focuses on what I said the majority of the problem probably is, which is calories consumed versus burned. But no one ever looks outside of that to so the, the underlying causes. And that's why I am so feel so blessed and fortunate to be able to be a part of um, the events at Supply Side West and, and actually sharing these, what I, I call my outside-the-box things that people don't often look at as to why 
you know, why you might be struggling with your weight. Yeah, that's some great insight. Do you have like a specific example? I think, uh, you know, we're speaking in generalities, but th that would really hone in for people uh, an outside of the box reason. Maybe someone is struggling with weight that's that's beyond, you know, I'm eating too much or I'm I'm not exercising. Yeah. All right. So we'll take completely. We'll throw out the window that we'll, the the um, the type of food you're eating. We'll just we'll throw that out. I love that you you said that. Um, let's. This one's a sensitive subject, but I actually recently was doing some more homework on this, and I was. It actually really hurt my heart. Um, and this was um, dealing with emotional trauma, and I found I found an abundance of information on this and. Um, the two areas I'll focus on just with, within this emotional trauma are PTSD. Um, a study published in the Journal of American Medical Association Psychiatry said that people that are experiencing PTSD symptoms um, associated them with an increased risk of being overweight or obese. Um, and then this is the part that really tore my heart out. And you think about all the people right now you know, in the military, they're coming home and, and the things they've seen or, uh, you know, or experienced with PTSD, or you don't even have to be in the military. I have so many friends that are acquaintances with PTSD related to the next thing, which really does bother me. Um, this came from uh, a website. Uh, so I'm going to quote, I want to make sure I list where I got some of this information. This came from an article called Wearing Your Weight as Armor uh, and the website Psych Central. Um, so it's psychcentral.com. Um, and it addressed um, the link between trauma and weight gain. And, and there's a, a quote I have from them that said, people that have this, you know, emotional trauma wear their excess weight as a shield. And, and the article addressed the direct connection between sexual abuse, childhood abuse, and physical abuse. And, and you know, I, Think about how many people – I mean, this is a topic that no one ever talks about. No one ever wants to talk about that they were sexually abused or they were abused as a child. It could have been sexually or physically. And, you know, and, and there's now enough science out there showing us that if, if you've been under that type of trauma, you know, which could either be physical or emotional trauma, um, that you have a higher propensity to be obese, and again, it's you putting you're building this protective barrier around, and you know, I, you know, granted, I went to the jugular right out of the gate with that one, um, but I, this again, this is an area that gets overlooked. Are there supplements that directly affect PTSD and the psychological trauma that people went through? Directly, no. But in the in the nu nutrition industry, there are things that that can help, you know, relieve the anxiety and tension and, you know, it's not necessarily going to get rid of PTSD, but there are things that we can do in the natural product industry that might help people in dealing with those situations while, in this case, they get, need to get their counseling and, and other things that go along with it. So I hope that was a, a good example for you. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I think the professional counseling is such an important piece, just looking at that holistic approach at how to treat um, when you do have some of those underlying factors that are influencing the weight situation. Yeah, you know, when I was, um, when I when I sold my pharmacy, um, gosh, I don't even know how long ago, maybe 19 or 20 years ago, um, I, I started doing health counseling. Uh, I had a little office and people would come to me and we'd have 
you know, an hour and a half consultation. And um, I met I met a dietitian who used to de- deal with people who had, you know, weight issues. And, you know, I'd say 99 out of 100 of her clients were women. Um, and, you know, and she would send me what she called her, her weight loss rejects. The women who, you know, would swear in a Bible, stack of Bibles that they were, you know, eating the proper food plan and that they were getting – you know, their cardiovascular exercise every day, and they still weren't able to lose weight. And that that was like my first real eye-opener into it. And we ended up forming a, a triangle of, of approach to helping people with weight loss where we actually had a, a, a mental health counselor that was the third person in this group. So one person, you know, all, all people would end up, we, we didn't have a practice together. We all had our own thing going on. But well, we would refer to each other when we saw that, you know, uh, Tina was the name of the dietitian, saw that the person had, did have some emotional issues going on, then she would go to the counselor. But, you know, uh, somehow I fit in there, too, because there are dietary supplements there, and there are some other things that I could suggest that would fit together. And, and as I think too often people just run out to the health food store or the pharmacy, and they buy a weight loss supplement thinking that's the only answer, whereas... You know, maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't realize that your, your, uh, low fat diet was one of the worst things you could ever do because then you're eating mostly starchy foods, which convert to sugar real quick and you pack on the pounds. So, you know, that's like my passion in all this is really helping people understand that it's, we're not going to pop a pill to cure our ill, but there is a place for it in the program. Great point. Well, I think one of the key takeaways you've given us for product manufacturers is to really start looking at that long-term goal of giving people what they need and not just what they want, and that will contribute to to uh, a brand's longevity in this space in the market. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, I, and think about it. If if I if I'm making a dietary supplement or a food that has a functional ingredient in it, you know, do I want you know do I want Pardon my, you know, I always, say, I always pick on Mrs. Jones. So I want Mrs. Jones to buy my product for six weeks, or do I want her to consider using my product for the rest of her life? You know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do I, because if you show things work, people are, more, no, I mean, if you show things are going to work and they're going to consistently work and they can be part of my everyday lifestyle, then why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. And with social media and word of mouth and, you know, just products being passed along at such a high rate these days, that's that's definitely going to help uh, brand holders succeed in this space. Exactly. David, thank you. I'm looking forward to hearing more from you and our other speakers at Tackling Weight Management with Nutrition, underwritten by NNB and taking place Tuesday, September 26th from 9 a.m. to noon at Supply Side West. For more information or to get registered, please visit SupplySideShow.com. If you have any feedback, feel free to email me at Karen.Butler at Informa.com, or you can tweet us at NatProdInsider, hashtag InsiderPodcast. You can also find us on iTunes. Thank you for listening to today's podcast, brought to you by Supply Side West. For additional podcasts featuring industry leaders and experts, visit NaturalProductsInsider.com.